0: Welcome to Mox on the Mic, your exclusive look into all things Chattanooga Athletics. Here's your host, Chris Goforth. Back in for another edition of Mox on the Mic as uh, we get set for Chattanooga wrestling. Kyle Rochelle. The Mocs wrestling coach will join us. They've got their blue gold event happening inside the pavilion on Saturday morning. So when you come out to watch the Mocs take on Furman in football, come out a little bit early, start your tailgate a little bit earlier on Saturday, and check out some Chattanooga wrestling happening inside the pavilion. It starts at 10 o'clock. We look forward to seeing you there. Should be another exciting time. Let's find out more about Chattanooga wrestling with the Mox head coach, Kyle Rochelle. Bring us up to date on kind of what your guys have been doing since you got them back on campus.
1: Um, We, I mean, we hit the ground running right away. Um, Right when school kind of started, uh, we get our minimum or maximum eight hours with these guys, and we utilized all eight hours. Uh, And so we were hitting the weight room. Um, We were getting on the mat as much as possible. Uh, and we were going over little techniques while still trying to callous their bodies to prepare them for the grind that is a season. Uh, we didn't have that full four or five months of a season last year, and so it's been two years since they've been kind of ready for that. So um, we had to get get these guys ready right away, um, and, and we did that. We we ran them, we lifted them, and then we got on the mat as much as possible. So. Um, I'm excited to see these guys beat up on somebody else. Uh, there's been two years where we've had incoming freshmen that we haven't seen them wrestle in a college match yet uh, because that COVID year, they might have been um, not as developed as the older guys. And so now, given a whole full year, I want to see where they're at against you know, the, the, the competition that's out there and, and really see where we need to sharpen these guys at.
0: Yeah, wh- What concerns you the most? at this point about your squad?
1: it's um, a good question. Uh, never, you never never think you're 100% ready, right? Um, and we shouldn't be right now. Um, I guess my concern um, would be maybe just a little bit of, of depth in certain areas. Um, and that's not something that they can control. Uh, that's more of us as coaches trying to get, you know, enough guys in, in all the positions that we need, all the weight classes. Um, but overall, I think it's uh, maybe just a little bit of the health. I think that's always a, a worry of ours um, in, in the process of getting their bodies callous to grind every weekend. I think um, we also have to keep in mind of keeping them as healthy as possible so they're healthy when they step on that mat for seven minutes on a weekend. Um, so a little bit of both of those things, but really, you know, this these first couple of weeks of the season, I just want to see where we're at. Um, like I said, it's been a long time since we've seen some of these guys compete or we haven't seen them at all. Let's, let's put our toe on the line and let's get after it. We can always fix the X's and O's afterwards.
0: Tell me a little bit about Drew Nicholson, the preseason All-Southern Conference selection, just the development that you have uh, I, I felt he's one of those guys last year that I really thought kind of hit his stride and sort of really came on middle toward the end of last year. But uh, a little bit about him and, and his development.
1: It, it goes straight to his work ethic. Uh, I'd like to say, yeah, it's coaches 100%. We know what we're doing, um, which we, we do. Like we, we, he listens to us, but ultimately it's this kid's work ethic. He, he comes in the room every day. He does what we ask of him. Um, he, he motivates the other guys. He's a great leader. Um, He does everything he can on and off the mat to better himself. Um, and, and it showed, right. Um, I think we took a few things away from him from the beginning of last year to the end of last year, we took a few things away from him and it really tightened up his skills. Um, he didn't get to wrestle maybe as free at the conference tournament and he wrestled a little bit tighter in some areas. And that's why he saw some success. Um, we, we, didn't do certain things against certain guys because we met, we match strategized and, and he's the guy that says, okay, you guys, you guys, I trust you and I'm going to do it. And it panned off for him. Um, and then, like I said, this guy comes in with a great attitude every single day. You're just, you're bound to get better. Uh, and I wasn't here for his first year, but that's what he's shown every year since I've been here. And that's why he's continued to get better and better and better. And now he's seen himself on the top of that podium at SoCon's winning a match at nationals. Um, we need all our guys to do those same things and and we're getting there.
0: I got to ask about Fabian Gutierrez, a guy that we've talked to here, uh, before it seems like anytime you talk Chattanooga wrestling in the last, I don't know what, five years, six years, that's, this is kind of the guy you always start with. Um, what does it mean to have a guy that has been through the war the way he has for so many times during his career?
1: yeah i mean just looking back at it now you know when you're in the middle of it you never really think about it but for fabian i mean he was battling a guy that was in the same position fabian was in um for two years alonzo allen was they were they were pushing each other every single day um and so he took went a couple years where he wasn't the starter and then um then he was and he stepped right in there and he's seen himself be a two-time qualifier and and making it to the national tournament and just having that kind of experience at whether not being a starter and still working hard to be the starter and then also qualifying for the, for the national tournament twice. Um, that experience is something that a lot of guys don't get to hang their hat on. Um, but it's the next level. It's always the next thing. Right. And so it's how can we get him on, on the podium at the national tournament? And um, I think with his struggles through not being a starter through, you know, losing in the SoCon kind of finals one year and, and and but beating the guy prior to that. And I think all those things can mount up to him on his sixth year um, being very successful. Right. And so he's been through those battles and he's had some highs ups and some lows and um, he's kind of seen it all. So nothing can surprise him. And so I'm, I'm excited. He said, Hey coach, I'm not coming back from my sixth year just, just to, you know, do the same things I've done. So uh, let's, Let's put that foot on the line and let's go attack these guys.
0: That sixth year, that the, the COVID year, is I'll I'll call yes. it, right? Um, is that a good thing for wrestling, in your opinion?
1: Um, yes and no, right? Um, I think it takes opportunities away from some kids because you have guys here for an extra year. Um but it might give opportunities to other be, others because, you know, maybe some guys graduate and they're done and they don't want to wrestle their sixth year. And then this guy that's been on, you know, just behind him it gives them that opportunity. We don't have that situation right now. We might run into that next year. We have quite a few guys that were juniors last year and then are seniors this year. And they'll have a sixth year next year. Um, so we haven't run into it too much, but I think there's some goods and, and some bad stuff to it. Um, Some guys, I mean, there's some guys out there that are seventh and eighth year seniors and they're working on their doctorates. They have to be. But um, I think for our team, it's good because when I got here, we were really young. um, And then we've seen these guys progress and then we can keep them around for one more year and kind of teach these younger guys what Chattanooga Wrestling is all about. That blue collar of just working hard and you're going to be successful because of that. um, And then the coaches can fix and tweak the little details um, if they can teach that to these younger guys, we get this ball rolling, and it's going to be hard to stop.
0: a football at home on Saturday, but before the football game inside the First Horizon Pavilion is going to be the Blue Girls scrimmage. That'll start at 10 o'clock on Saturday morning. Coach, if you can, tell folks what they're going to see when they come out to the Pavilion on Saturday.
1: Uh, they're going to see a lot, right? So, again, like I said, we have two years, basically, where the freshmen that are alumni Um, fans, everybody hasn't seen. And so this will be a great first time to see these guys that names they're not familiar with. I mean, we had a guy that came into my office a month ago that said, coach, I just had my first in-person test and he wasn't a new freshman. He was a guy that's been here for a year and a half. And so it's crazy to me that, that like some of our alumni don't know who these guys are. It's like, oh, this kid's good. And they're like, oh, we haven't seen him wrestle yet. I'm like, well, he's been here for a year and a half. It's crazy to me. So they'll get to have the first experience of seeing some of these guys that they haven't seen in our lineups, meet some of these freshmen. Um, but there's going to be those high-quality high, high quality matchups too. Um, there's going to be some guys – I mean, you're going to get to see your Fabians. You're going to get to see um, your your – your usual starters but you'll get to see guys like noah castillo who was a freshman last year that he was injured for most of the year um and now he's he's relatively healthy he's going to scrap you're going to see Braden palmer who's a transfer was from tennessee came back to us um, you're going to see guys like the uh matthias Irvin at heavyweight you're going to see thomas sell his dad wrestled here we we haven't seen him in that chattanooga blue yet so we're going to see a lot of new faces but we're going to see these guys scrap hard they uh, haven't had the opportunity to wrestle in those singlets, and they're going to, you know, put a show on, and and that's ultimately what what we want as coaches, is to go out there wrestle free, but also just scrap and, and wrestle hard. And, and like I said earlier, it's it's about fixing the little details. But if if you don't go out there and wrestle hard, that's when we as coaches get upset because that's what Chattanooga wrestling is going to be all about.
0: Give me a name, maybe two, that we don't know yet, but you think by by the end of this, by the end of this year, uh, by the end of January, give me a couple of names you think we're going to know well by then.
1: Um, I believe you're going to know Braden Palmer. Um, Like I said, he's a transfer. He, uh, he won senior nationals uh, in HSCA's his senior year. Uh, He's, down to 133 this, this season, and so um, he's really goofy, um, hard to score on, doesn't give things up easy. That's, that's our, our motto. we got to go out there and fight, and so don't give up anything easy, and, and he does that pretty well. Um, a new name, just looking at the list, Noah Castillo, uh, Grant Lundy. Two guys, Grant Lundy, you saw a little bit last year, but he dropped down to 49 those two guys whoever's at 49 is going to be pretty successful because one is just a workhorse the other one is pretty slick quick um you're going to see some surprises when he wrestles that type of stuff um and then I'll just throw one more at you uh for this season uh, maybe Thomas sell again long strong doesn't give up much uh easy points and he makes that guy work um but for new names, those are the ones I would, I would look out for this year. Um, and then possibly guys like Hunter Nolan and Blake Borman and Alex Cotty, those, those two freshmen right now. We'll see where they're at come uh, January. But those guys are high-quality guys that by the end of their career, you could see them on the podium in March.
0: How close are you to feeling like you've got your starting lineup set? Or how many weight classes do you feel like are still up for grabs in your mind at this point?
1: I believe we're about 50, 50, uh, guys that have kind of separated themselves. And then there's weight classes like, man, it's a coin flip. Um, and, and whether they're two older guys or it's an old, older guy and a younger guy and he came in and he's ready to go. I mean, I would say about half of our lineup seems to be panning out. The other half is, is pretty deep and they got to figure it out. And I always like saying, I like those guys that, you know, you always have a chip on your shoulder and, Oh, I got this guy, um, you know breathing down my neck every single day um iron sharpens iron and so you got to have that guy pushing you and, and we'll see where they come out um on the other end uh but they also you you always always also like to know where you're at and like okay we're always got this guy in our lineup like a fabian like all right we know we got our 25 pounder and he's going to be pretty solid for us or, or matthew waddell or Uh, Drew Nicholson, like those guys, they're pretty much staples in our lineup. And it's like, okay, we know where we're at with those guys, but these other weights got to figure out.
0: You strike me as a guy who's always coaching. So I would imagine that while Saturday, yes, there's part of that is there for the fans and the alumni and everybody, certainly I think a great opportunity to be able to promote your program and maybe expose it to some new eyeballs, but at the same time, you're coaching and evaluating the whole time Saturday, aren't you?
1: Oh, yeah. I'll have my notebook. I'll be like, oh, guys, we, we've been working on this single leg and how to finish it all, all preseason. Why aren't we doing it? And whatever it, that position is. Hopefully, we're not in that one. But, um, yeah, I'll be – taking notes on each guy and we'll be getting film on them. And, and like, like I said earlier, it's just we got to get out in that match scenario situation and see where these guys are at. And I think this blue gold scrimmage, although we've, we know what each other does. Um, and so guys might be a little bit tight and the score might be low or, or whatever. We still get a good uh, view of what we're going to be looking at. Um, and then the next weekend with Cumberland being here, uh, that'll be a little bit better. Cause you know, we, we don't know what those guys do, and they don't know what we do. So we'll have a better understanding then too. So we got two weekends where, um, as coaches, we can kind of evaluate to you know prep up for those those Rutgers and Clarion and, and Davidson uh, right away.
0: Yeah, real quick before we finish with you, um, and I'm sure we'll do this again. We'll talk more about the the conference, and we'll talk more about your schedule, but we got to mention at least uh, mention the Southern Scuffle a little bit and what's happening with that. So if you can, it's always a big day. It starts on New Year's Day, goes January 1st and 2nd. It's inside the McKenzie Arena. It's going all day. Tell folks about it and that level of competition that uh, it's always tremendous at the Scuffle.
1: It's the best tournament out out of um, like second to the NCAA tournament. Uh, And you're not going to get a better feel. I've been to all of them, right? The Midlands, I've been to uh, cliff keen. I've been to all those tournaments and the Southern scuffle, our administration, our, our fans, everybody does a great job of supporting it to make it that feel. And that's why these, these teams want to come and get that feel three months out from the national tournament. That's enough time to make adjustments, figure out their lineups and understand what it feels like. Um, We got teams like Cornell coming back and Missouri and Stanford and Okie state. And we got new ones like Michigan state, Maryland, all those teams. And so this is going to be a a heck of a tournament. I think there's five national champs that will be wrestling there. Um, And so it's going to be, just a lot of fun to watch but more importantly I think our mocks are gonna get after them um, there's no holding back and we have nothing to lose so we got to go after these guys and attack them
0: Coach appreciate the time as always look forward to seeing you Saturday at the at the uh, pavilion and best of luck we'll talk again before um, before the season opener uh, quickly approaching uh, against Cumberland.
1: that's right thanks for having me and go mocks.
0: Thanks to Coach Rochelle for giving us his time this week. And, again, don't forget the blue-gold scrimmage for Chattanooga Wrestling happening inside the Pavilion. It's a really neat event. If you have never been, they bring the mats out and they get after it inside the Pavilion. Uh, You will find it to be be a good time. So come on out. It's great for the family. Come out a little earlier for the Mox football game and uh, enjoy Chattanooga Wrestling, and then hang around for Chattanooga Football. Plenty of stuff going on around Finley Stadium on Saturday prior to the Mocs taking on Furman in football. For our producer, Tate Johnson, I'm Chris Goforth saying so long, everybody, and go Mocs. Thanks for listening to Mocs on the Mic. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and review, and we'll see you again soon.